Quebec has a long history in mining. A lot of the traditional mining industry never paid attention to lithium until now. The Quebec battery strategy is very focused, it's very precise, from the mining to the cell. This is EnergyCast, and I'm Jay Downhauer. Today we're talking about finding lithium deposits closer to home. We've discussed this in episode 106, where most of the world's lithium is recovered in South America. The same process may also be possible here in North America, but the most easily recoverable lithium may actually be found in Quebec, in open pit mines. It's early days, but my guest today believes this Canadian province could hold vast reserves of the mineral, enough in one mine alone to power over 130 million electric vehicles. And while the prospect of mining lithium is new to the region, Quebec's James Bay region has been mining gold and copper over the last hundred years. That's good news for the mining industry, since we've discussed examples in episode 153 where some regions rich in minerals face extreme environmental opposition. And at the same time, my guest today says Quebec plans to mine these new lithium deposits in the most ESG-friendly way on Earth. My guest says they want to not only mine lithium, but set up a lithium supply chain that spans everything from the mineral to the module placed in cars. With current supply chains spanning the globe and concentrated in the hands of a few small foreign owners, this is welcome news for those who are big fans of reshoring. There may be more deposits like these in North America, but Quebec is an early example of smart planning to produce local lithium. My guest today is Jean-François Ballon, Vice President of Resources Quebec, an arm of Investment Quebec, which is the Economic Development Agency of the Canadian province. JF says their mandate is to create a cohesive policy for sectors like the lithium supply chain. They can then finance those projects. In this case, Investment Quebec has taken financial interest in at least two lithium mining operations run by Siona and Namaska, respectively. We talk about the potential lithium resource found in Quebec, how it could affect international markets, and efforts to bring supporting manufacturing to the region as well. I hope you enjoy my conversation with Jean-Francois Ballon. Jean-Francois Ballon, Vice President of Resources Quebec, part of Investment Quebec. And Jean-Francois, I've become a lot more interested in the mining of minerals we need for the energy sector lately. I had a guest on recently who discussed how they were playing operations for zinc, cobalt, copper, uranium, but not specifically lithium. And then I heard from your team that there may be a huge lithium resource in Quebec. So how big a resource is this? All the critical minerals that you just named are fundamental for the energy transition. There is no doubt about it. The reality is for the next at least 100 years, electrical transportation for small to medium-sized cars or trucks in urban city area will be with lithium-ion. And the need for lithium will be fundamental for the growth of the electrification of transport, so central to the energy transition. And in Quebec, we are fortunate to have 
have a large accessible resource and all this is being put together under a strong focus industrial policy to focus on extraction to include in the North American electrical vehicle industry and that's one of the main elements of what I'm doing in my day-to-day -day job. I had a guest on who explained how most of the world's lithium is mined out of solution. There's basically this ancient water that's deep, deep, deep underground in South America. It comes up and then you evaporate out the lithium. One of the problems with that process is that when the lithium drops out of solution, a lot of times the lithium is lost with other minerals as well. It's called co-precipitation. This lithium resource is a little bit more traditionally mined, right? Correct. Quebec is northern of New York State. The weather is cold part of the year and it's clearly mining. This is typically in the South America type of extraction we do not have in Quebec. We're trying to have less environmental impact. The reality is the resource in Quebec is located in the north of the James Bay area and it's typical open pit mining. It's really different. The environmental impact are different also. Right. And so has this region of Quebec before, I don't know, five minutes ago been mined for lithium in the past where they're operating lithium mines until now? Set the mm -hmm. picture for us. So historically, no, there is no mining operation right now in Quebec. It will be in the next few years. Sooner than later, you have the Nemaska of the world or Sayona mining company moving rapidly to answer the strong demand of the industry. Historically, this part of Quebec is extremely well known for gold mining and copper mining. It's at least 100 years of mining history. And in the last few years, the interest for lithium appeared. A lot of the discovery of strong lithium ore capacity, that's where the lithium industry started in James B area in Quebec. So you have to take into account that Quebec has a long history in mining. It's one of the most known jurisdiction for mining iron ore of the world in La Côte-Nord, northern part of northeast Quebec. So it's something that lithium industry is something new in Quebec right now, but it's a strong industry growing rapidly with strong talent pool with new capacity to produce tons of concentrate for a car or day-to-day -day battery for different applications. So that's the focus right now. It's growing the capacity of the mine so they will be able to address the, the strong demand that we're seeing in the industry. No doubt. There has been mining activity in Quebec, as you were saying. Are these companies that were already there mining something else, are they the first ones in? Have they started securing leases? Would there be new mining operators coming it, into it, Quebec? What's it, the picture there? It is there? part of it. Our traditional mining company, but it's a marginal part. It's really new company following discovery that started from scratch, started moving forward with a new type of approach. And that's the main difference. It's not the main large mining conglomerate that we all know around the world that are active in Quebec. It's not the case at all. It's really junior company that are growing. For example, Sayona, our new company that didn't exist a few years ago and bought some asset, bought some claims, started from scratch and are moving forward with a potential project. Why would some of these smaller companies, as opposed to the large mining outfits, why would it make more sense for them to do it? I think it's all the fact that the industry is a brand new industry. The electrical vehicle industry is a brand new industry. And from this part, a lot of the traditional mining industry never paid attention to lithium until now. And from there, these junior company with strong ESG concerns, strong willingness to be linked to this electrical vehicle revolution, started to invest, started to pick position in the different segment of the market. They are 100% committed to the lithium industry, so to the battery industry. And that's the main change compared to what we saw in the last 50 years in the global mining industry. 
Yeah. You said these are open pit mines. Is there anything different being done there? You kind of alluded to that. It's the traditional form of mining with the difference that it's lithium in that case. And it's the same type of talent, same type of different tools. And yeah, they use a traditional type of tools we use in the mining industry and the same type of talents. Like it's a small, agile company. That's the other thing that we see. These companies move quickly, move rapidly. When they see risk, they change course rapidly, they adapt. And that's the main element that they have compared to the traditional mining industry that in some cases are a little bit slower to react to risk and other problems. You bet. Jean-François, explain to the listeners out there what Resources Quebec does and what part you're playing to Essentially, Resources Quebec, so Investment Quebec, has three main roles. First role is traction of foreign investment. That's what we call Investment Quebec International. Also, we have the industrial policy where we put in place all the conditions for the success of some industry. And in my case, Resources Quebec is really in charge of energy, mining, forestry, so all the resource side of the portfolio. And we also have the financing tool, so traditional financing, but as the State Bank of Quebec, if you want, where we are able to take position and loans, quasi-debt, equity, quasi-equity. So it's really the tool to move forward project located in Quebec. And in the case of Lithium, we are extremely actively involved on the industrial policy, but also in the financing side, Investment Quebec, so the State of Quebec owns 50% of the Namaska Lithium project. We own 40% of a Mobilin project with Sayona. So it's a commitment from the state where we use the tools at the disposal of the state being namely policy and financing tools. So taking part of sharing the risk with the different private companies, private investors. Jean-Francois, let's get into some deep financial understanding here of these markets, especially lithium prices. From what I could tell, it seems the commodity price seems to be in terms of lithium carbonate. And it also also seems like those prices are set in Chinese yuan. Is that correct? Essentially, the lithium market, unfortunately, there is extremely large players, namely a Chinese company that owns a large chunk of the production. And we're back to basic economic, where when the offer is controlled by a few company owned by some, in that case, Chinese or other country, but you can play with the price. You control the offer and the demand is obviously there. The extremely fast growing demand for electrical vehicle, you have the perfect recipe to see the price rise rapidly, rise and maintain themselves very high. And that's, as you know, the moment where all of a sudden in the mining cycle, everybody wants to take part to the investment in the lithium industry. And from there, there is a strong price. The price are going up. The price are being kept up until there's new mine coming online and impacting the offer. And we're back to traditional economics of mining. The reality is we see this with different decision makers in Canada, of course, in United States, in Europe, we have the same thing in Europe. In France, the Rapport Varin, so the Varin report, explain where the French needs to position themselves on the lithium industry to control part of their national interest, national independence on the fundamental change of the economy with electrification, and they need lithium capacity to grow their economy, grow their green electrification of transport. That's exactly what we see in North America with the different administration. Everybody understand the critical role of lithium and everybody understand that we need to be independent of foreign own source of lithium like other critical minerals and that's where you see all the policy the strong capacity of the state policy thinking investment thinking being fostered in one direction where we will be able to sustain ourselves as a north american supply chain with lithium and all the other critical minerals needed to in the 21st century economy Going back to China, so China sets the lithium spot prices. We know that most of the lithium is being mined in South 
South America, do the Chinese own those claims? Do they own those solution mining operations? I think they have a substantial part of it since they own a very large chunk of the total lithium production in the world. But there's no Chinese investment actually in Quebec. They are investing and they have a lot of these capacity in different jurisdictions with the full strength capacity, with the processing, with the mining. But it's not the case in Quebec. At one point, Chinese investment were in Quebec, but it's not the case at all, actually. By lithium production, we're talking about the finished product, the final raw materials for the batteries, right? Correct. Going directly to cam production going directly in the cell and battery back. Yeah. So alluding to what you said earlier, you think that the United States and Quebec, the United States, North America, this hemisphere can produce more lithium. Does adding more of that supply, even adding the mining operations from Quebec, does that change the dynamics? Does that change the spot prices of lithium? Does it change to be denominated in something other than the yuan? You'll have a clear impact when all the capacity will be online. Taking to account, for example, the Mobla mine, one of the Sayona and Investment Quebec in that case, mine has the capacity to produce the equivalent of 133 million electrical car battery capacity. So you will have a clear impact on the market price of the lithium. And that's clearly something that you'll see in the next three to five years. It's really the time of ramping up the mining capacity and the lithium coming on the market and and you'll have a direct fluctuation on the price. The price should be. We say in French, tout chose étant égal par ailleurs, all things being equal, it should impact. But the reality is, and it remains and it won't change, the demand for electrical car and other lithium will remain high, so you'll have an impact. Early, the price will remain high. It won't go extremely low. So in North America, we know that the United States has a little bit of lithium mining. It's also traditional open pit. I think Albemarle Corporation is operating that mine. This Quebec find, do we think that this would probably be, for lack of a better word, the easiest lithium to extract in North America as far as mining potential? Yes, stable, sure, friendly, allied source located next to the United States and historically integrated to the United States economy with the different free trade agreement we had in the last few decades. Of course, there is and there will be capacity in mainland United States, but the reality is, as we demonstrated in the last 200 years more, the capacity to have trade and different commodity or resource between Quebec and United States is very important. And we have strong trade history between the two country between the province of Quebec and the United States. So I think the lithium capacity of Quebec will be totally considered and integrated to the thinking and policy thinking and capacity of the private industry, the OEM of the world in the United States, but also of the policy thinking capacity in Washington, no doubt. We're having a discussion between the two capital. Yeah. Right. I want to ask you a little bit also about the market for lithium, the lithium prices. The latest data as of the time of this recording show that the prices peaked in November of 2022. And at the beginning of this recovering, have dropped off a little bit. Should also note that the prices essentially doubled between 2021, 2022, and then tripled by the end of 2022. So can we expect the drop to persist? Was that a short-term drop in lithium prices? Where do we expect the line to move? Uh it's speculation in the sense that we don't know. It's obvious. I think the drop was part of a short-term momentum. The price will remain high. The price will remain high for the different fundamentals of the market, you know, shortage of capacity of production and extremely high demand. So this bump in the spot price was a moment in the last few months, and it will go back as a very high price and remain as a high price until at least four to five years from now. 
Regardless, the price got high enough where you couldn't help but ignore it, right? It was the time for Quebec and mining operations to get into the game. Yeah, exact. And the price of lithium might be one of the limitation of the electrical vehicle revolution in the sense that we have the same thing with the nickel. The price are extremely high right now, and it might be the price of the cell. After at the end, the price of the battery will be very high, but it's roughly 70% of the electrical vehicle price. So the impact of these very high price on lithium and other part of the battery, you'll see it directly as an impact on the price of the car. So it might impact the electrical vehicle transition down in the next few years. So Investment Quebec, you want to build not only, I think, the mining, but you're trying to facilitate, I believe, the manufacturing as well. The Quebec battery strategy is very focused. It's very precise from the mining to the cell. We have, as we discussed, the mining capacity. We use this raw materials of the mining capacity of Quebec right now to process these minerals from there go in a pre-cam. And we have an announcement in the last year with GM POSCO coming to Bicanco, BASF, and under Valley on the Nickel side. So having the full supply chain to provide all needed element to manufacture downstream the cell. And from there, providing a cell that will have the traceability, making sure that it's done in Quebec under ESG criteria, done with clean, green energy, full, totally integrated supply chain. That's the clear Quebec battery strategy. And so lithium is only a part of this market. Yeah, Jean-François, so the last question, I guess, <laughs> is there enough lithium in North America to meet our energy needs? How close do you think we could get to being self-sustainable as far as the lithium that we need and can produce here? There is in North America as a whole, there is in Canada and in Quebec, no doubt about it. What we know actually and what we will discover in the next decades of exploration coming down the road, there is enough of lithium. It's really a question of finding it, putting all this economically viable and having a mine from there processing it. It's all a question of capacity from we're back to traditional mining from day one, but there will be enough of the lithium. There's no doubt. Jean-Francois, I'm going to finish with a lightning round of your thoughts on different energy technologies, starting with natural gas. For a moment, it is there, but we need to lower natural gas used. Crude oil. We need to avoid as possible crude oil. Nuclear. We need nuclear fission to have CO2-free electricity for the next at least 50 to 100 years. Coal, and I'll add coal with carbon capture. Oh, tricky. There's no place for coal. It's clear the impact for environment are not terrible. Carbon capture, it could be an option. Wind. Perfect. There's a large place for wind on the different grids. We will see wind offshore and onshore totally moving forward in the next few years as it started in the last decade. Solar. A lot of solar will be put on the grid. Price of solar is getting cheaper and cheaper. And from there, you'll have a lot of solar taking place in the different part of the grid and microgrid. Biofuels. Biofuel is part of the future. It's a way to assume geopolitical independence, and there's a good future for biofuels. Hydroelectric. The cleanest historical sort of energy. It's 99% of the grid in Quebec, so hydro is very, very, very green power, stable base load. Geothermal. That's a very good one. Small geothermal, it exists. It's expensive, but it's very good. Massive geothermal, it will be uh, one of the ways you'll have in different angles to foster district eating and others. There's a lot of future there. Energy storage. It is one of the obviously future trend. We will need these capacity to have a stable grid. The stabilization of the grid with all the different renewable source will be a challenge. 
energy efficiency. It is the core to the next 20 years. We don't have the choice. The best megawatts is the megawatt you don't consume. And then finally, fusion power. So I'm Biazis. I passed five years in nuclear fusion. Nuclear fusion is the future. It's the future when we'll have it. Unlimited cheap energy with essentially no pollution with helium as a byproduct of this. It's really the top of the future of breakthrough technology we need to find. All right, Jean-François Ballon, Resources Quebec, thank you so much for your time. Thanks. That was Jean-François Ballon, Vice President of Resources Quebec at Investment Quebec, the Canadian province's economic development agency. Another company with a stake in Quebec lithium mining is Musk Metals, as in Elon Musk. In addition to the mining operations, the small town of Bacancourt has been selected as the site of two manufacturing operations, including an effort to make lithium cathodes and recycle batteries with GM, POSCO, and BASF. I want to thank JF for his time, as well as Melissa Rue at Nuffer Smith for setting this up. You can find plenty of pictures for this episode on energy-cast.com, as well as on Instagram at Host Energy and Twitter at Host Energy Cast. All guests are sent the wrong completed audio the week of release. So far, no complaints. Be sure to leave us a positive review on iTunes. That gets the word out. Music was produced by Sean Stroop at Stroop Loops. That wraps up episode 160. Be sure to join us next week. Until then, I'm Jay Downhower. We'll see you next time. <laughs>